Just a heads up, if you've got little ears around, this podcast contains some swearing. Hi, you're listening to The Word V, a straight shooter podcast that generates real conversations about the systemic issues surrounding working women, motherhood, business ownership, and society as a whole. I'm your host, Tara Ladd, owner of brand design agency, your one and only, mother of two boys, and a champion of working women and a balanced society. You want to know one thing that absolutely grinds my gears, and yes, we're already into it, it is the people that sit there and say, we all have the same amount of time in a day. I deliberately silent pause there for a little while. I wanted you to think about that for a sec. Now, do you know where that phrase comes from, in my personal opinion? Privilege. So it's interesting because there's a lot of conversation coming up about this subject and I've always, you know, um, I've always spoken about this in with deep um, emotion <laughs> because obviously I don't have the same amount of time in a day as other people. Well, I didn't, especially when I was dealing with uh, Ari's transplant, um, my firstborn and hospital stays and visits. You just don't. Um, and what I think what they need to say is we all have the same time in a day, but none of us have the same mental load in a day. So to give you an example, um, you know, it, it, it always shits me when people start to talk about, you know, going to the gym or working harder or staying up till 10 o'clock at night, studying, um, all that stuff. Right. Um, and I mean, it's like, (laughs) do you have to like, you have to like live the experience to understand, right? Like I, I feel that sometimes empathy and compassion is a very rare trait to find in some people. Um, and, you really have to step outside of your own experience to understand what someone else is going through. So I know firsthand that my experience as a mother is going to be different to someone else, someone else's experience, especially a single mother. Um, you know, they're going to have it 10 times harder. Imagine me turning around and saying to a single mother, oh, we all have the same amount of time in a day. I say to her as I go home to my husband who helps me manage my children, as she does this all solo (laughs) like it's the biggest fucked up like phrase I've ever heard and you know it's like when these young 20 something uh apologies if you're a young 20 something maybe this is a bit of perspective um we've all been there um talk about you know if you want something you need to work hard and you know when everyone's out doing this you know what I did that in my 20s I did that and I got to where I needed to be. But guess what happened in my 30s? I had children and um, I like I physically can't do what I used to do in my 20s. You just can't. I can't stay, as I say this, as I've stayed back, but at work, um, it's, it's much harder to do that now because what happens as a mother, giving you that perspective, is I'm now at work at 7.30 on a Friday night uh, because I've asked Ryan to stay home with the boy and get the boys um, do the nighttime routine, which he's fine doing, by the way. Um, but we usually do that together. So, you know, that puts the load on him. Um, like it does when he works in the city, it puts all the load on me. Um, and 
that's just the way our relationship works. But as a single mother, you know, you've got all of that all the time. That All that load is all on your plate. Like, so, you know, for me now to be at work and have this time to do my work and record my podcast and fix up my, my stuff so that we, I can go on a holiday um, and have the studio ready and planned, my husband's at home with the kids and allowing me to have that time to do that. If I'm a single mother, I don't have that time. That time's taken. Um, so it's bullshit. Um, the same way as we say, you know, men and women have the same amount of time of the day. Yeah, I said it. Um, they don't. And unless you're a single father, which you probably do get it. Um, it's very unlikely that they're dealing with the same mental load. Like very, very unlikely. I mean, we're definitely on a way to progressive society where they are figuring it out. But every now and then, still, the amount of times I have to tell Ryan of shit that he just does not think about. So we're going on a holiday next week. This is probably going to be recorded after I've come back, but, um, or, you know, published. But anyway, we're going on a holiday next week. I told him that he needed to plan it. So I did the Queensland one. We went away in November, October, November, whenever it was. And I planned all that, you know, everyone knows the scope of what's involved, uh, plane flights, all that stuff. But then he said, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? I'm like, you know what? You do it. You plan it. You get it sorted. Also, I'm ADHD. So that whole executive functioning thing, I was like, I can't fucking handle this at the moment. I have so much other shit on my plate. Just deal with it. So we're coming up to it and I'm like, look, next week, I know we're going away. It's really cool. Um, Can you send me the place so I know, you know, where we're going, what's going on, what's around it? Um, and he goes, um, why? And I said, what do you mean? Why? Like, I need to know like all the ins and outs just to make sure that I've crossed everything off rather than just like rock up. Like, I mean, I don't trust that he hasn't done anything. There's just shit that you think about, um, that I have to bring to his attention. You know, do we need a porticot? A porticot? Do we need sheets? Like, um, do we have to bring towels? (laughs) Is there anything around that we can go to? Like what food places are available? Do we need to do a shop before we go? Where's the shopping center? Like just random stuff. Just like, I mean, I don't expect him to know this stuff. I just wanted to know. Um, it's like the episode of Bluey, right? When the, the dad goes to the pool and he fucking doesn't bring anything. <laughs> Ryan's actually pretty good at that. I'll give him that. But, you know, it's things like, you know, um, the snacks in the bags or, you know, the drink bottle or it's those things that, you know, he usually will, will forget about. But most of the things the time he gets everything else but I always like I don't like but I put him in the situation where um you know we'll we'll go out and he's like oh there's just like there was so much going on and I had to do this and this um and I'm like yeah I know he's like oh I forgot to do this and I was like yeah that's what that's what it's like your brain is so overloaded that you fucking you literally like oh like overheating it's like when you when your Mac or whatever computer you've got starts to go because <laughs> it's like, stop making me work so hard. Um, it's like that. And, you know, your memory starts to overload. You get all these warning signs, like your body starts to shut down. Like it's just crazy. And being a parent, like having that, that mental load is just enough to take out any special time in the day. Like, and I think, I remember having this conversation to a couple of my friends earlier on, you know, Bly, you've heard the story if you've listened to a couple of the podcasts with Bly, my second born um, colic for 10 months, like a lactose, dairy intolerance, just seems to be getting better now, but like definitely has a limit. So we're trying to test the limit at the moment. But 
my God, like just the sleep deprivation was in intense. Like it was just so hard, so pissed off all the time, <laughs> obviously hit PPD. Um, but just going through that and then someone being like, we all have the same amount of time in the day. I'm like, no, we fucking do not. You know, while you got your seven to eight hours sleep every night, like I was fucking up for five hours last night. So now I'm trying to catch up on the sleep that I didn't get last night while you were sleeping so I can function. <laughs> I can't function. Um, so, you know, and then you, you're like, what do I choose now? Do I choose to go to work? Do I choose to stay home and sleep? Do I choose to go to the gym? And then you, you actually just aren't. And like, it's the, the case of going to the city. Someone that works in the city is going to have, you know, less time in the day than someone that works five minutes down the road. And I said this the other week, that mental load is way harder. Like, you know, it's not like you can go and get, get a workout in on your hour train ride. What are you going to do? Run and run up and down the freaking carriage of a train? Yeah. It's just, I just think that it comes from a place of privilege, um, whether that be it's, it's, and it's people that have the ability for time. I saw a really interesting post on it where a woman said, I paid my cleaner a hundred dollars to clean my house. And I made, she say she made like $5,000 in that time. It's like, yeah, so you didn't have to do that. You were, you were afforded, um, a cleaner because you were privileged enough to be able to afford one. Therefore you bought the help you needed so that you could accomplish something else. Uh, are we seeing a pattern here, guys? Like it's just, it's not even about, um, I just find when people use that narrative, it's, it's super, uh, what's the right word? I, sometimes I think that people just aren't aware of it, but I think you need to be just, it's ableist, right? Like it, it's almost ableist. It's just not being empathetic of, of where other people are at. Um, and it's, it's, it's just seeing the world through your own eyes and, and not looking at things from a wider perspective and a wider lens. And I think this is the problem that we saw with the whole COVID narrative was how narrow-minded some people could be. Um, and we're obviously seeing this now with a lot of the political and um, societal conversations that we're having. Um, we're, we're noticing, yeah, we're just noticing some things that people are saying and um, it's very evident where certain people stand with their values. So, you know, but having, I think having empathy is such a good trait um, and I think this is why I wanted to learn about behavioral neuroscience because it taps into the mind and how you think and how you do things. Um, and it's so, um, it's so important to kind of grasp from, you know, if you're in business, like I am, it's really important to know that from a target market perspective to understand how people are feeling and the situations that they're going through. Cause like, let me tell you this, if you are a business owner, um, and you're running a business right now, like the target market and your demographic and the way that they make decisions has fucking changed. I can guarantee you how they make a decision now versus two years ago is completely changed, especially with the economy, the way it is at the moment. Um, you know, some people come out unscathed, but I can still tell you that the people that are going all right would still be very cautious. Um, well, more cautious in the way that they would spend, you know, I was like one of those people out there just like throwing money on the most useless shit and now I'm that person that you know and I'm all about quality over quantity I still am but to get me to buy something now is very hard like um well not it depends I mean I brought a razor on Instagram the other day 
that was made by pl- from plants. But do you know why? Because I'd been thinking about needing to buy a razor for fucking so long. I'd had this shitty like Woolworths pink razor in the in the shower for so long it started to rust, and I was like, I'm gonna get like tetanus or something. And it just happened to to be the thing that I needed at the time. So that's the only reason that I bought that. But yes, yeah, so that's another whole thing on behavioral and the way that we think. But you know, it's just having an understanding of where people are at and knowing that that narrative of everyone has the same amount of time in a day is actually bullshit. Um, and I think if we all just start to kind of understand that, um, (laughs) it's a bit rich of me asking that, isn't it? Because people just actually can't see outside of their own ass sometimes. I just find, um, you know, it's, it's just to be respectful and to listen. The, The key to most things is to just listen. Most people just want to be heard. Um, you know, and you can't go turning around to someone that says, look, I don't have time to do this and go, yes, you do. We all have the same amount of time in a day. Like, do you know how much of a dick you sound like? Just go, why do you think like that? Or why do, why do you say that? And hear what they have to fucking say. You have no idea what's going on in that person's head, right? Like one of my friends um, dealt with the death of both of her parents in such a short amount of time while running a business that was just booming during COVID. Like it was just intense for her to deal with with that. And, you know, having people just messaging her and demanding things from her um, just made things so much worse. And like for people to turn around and go, oh, you know, we've all got this time. Like it's not, it's not, we just don't. Because there is emotional time that people don't factor in. You know, if you're in, like, and I, I can see this now, like where I am now, Friday the 3rd of March, by the way, I'm recording this. Um, but where I am right now mentally is like leaps and bounds above where I was this time last year. Like completely different human being. I feel like I am me again. Last year, no way in hell. I was very edgy um, and it really pissed me off because people knew the type of person that I was prior. So when someone would say like, like feeling guilty for not going to the gym, I'm like, do you think I not fucking want to be at the gym? Like I want to be at the gym. There is a reason I'm not there. Don't make me feel guilty because I'm not there. And I think that that's another thing, right? Um, people want to do things, but sometimes they just can't. And it's understanding the motivation and understanding their perspectives as to why they can't get there. Um, and I think if we all just be a little bit more empathetic um, and, and stop looking through the world like as if it's our lens, because it's just not that way. Like sometimes we don't realize um, our own privilege until we actually just take a good look around and go, oh shit, you know, I get that. A perfect is I use a cleaner every fortnight. I've got two of them. They're awesome. Jenny and Jason. Um, app and cleaning services. There you go. If you're out my way. Um, they're awesome. Um, they've been coming since Ari was bloody hell, like not even one. They came just after his transplant. And we did that deliberately. We wanted to clean the house to keep it nice and clean for him because he's immunocompromised. And then all the COVID thing happened. We want to keep the house clean. But now it's just fucking awesome. I come home and I'm like, oh, the house is clean. I don't have to worry about it. Um, and even that because there's so much time in cleaning. Like, I don't know, it takes me fucking ages to clean. Like, I still have all this shit to do, but not having to clean the house, oh my God, that saves me like four hours a week. You know, you think about how long it takes to clean two bathrooms and three bedrooms. Again, I know this is privileged because some people don't have that, but yeah, cleaning the house, you know, all of all of the stuff, so it's quality clean, not shit cleaned. Um, not a surface clean and then adding all the washing on top of that time like that 
that time gives me time with my kids, you know. So, and then again, time with my kids. Like if I didn't have children, then I'd have all this other extra time that to spend on, you know, personal development and exercise, which I did. Thankfully, I did my half Ironmans when I didn't have children because fucking knows it wouldn't happen now. I did, however, sign up to a half marathon in July. Pray for me. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good about that too. Like I know that it's going to really hurt those first few runs back, but it's not about, to me, it's not about a time. Um, it's just about ticking that box again uh, and to know that I can do it again because, um, and I don't know if you've ever done one, um, but if you haven't done some kind of endurance sport or something that really scares the shit out of you, God, it gives you a, such a sense of accomplishment when you finish. Like you should totally try it. And then again, that's the thing, right? You will do the things and find motivation for the things that will enhance your life. Um, and I think that that is a real key driver. So having someone tell you that you don't, that there's not enough amount of time in the day, it's not about that. You need to figure out what makes that person tick and figure out what makes them want to do better. Um, you know, and, and sometimes I remember looking back going, I don't know how people can't lose weight. It's really easy. I said at a time when I had no children and I was studying nutritional medicine and was really into health and fitness. And now I'm like, oh my God, do I just buy Weight Watchers? (laughs) It's just like, and I know this stuff, like I know this stuff, but it's time. I'm like, I don't have time to do this. Someone just give me my food so I can eat it and go out the door. Um, But yeah, so I guess it's just, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, I know that a lot of people... Uh, relate to this I can't tell you how many people messaged me in my Instagram when I posted um, a story about this Um, so if you do want to have a conversation let's have one and I'll bring it to light Um, I can do it anonymously Uh, we can just have a chat together but yeah it's just I just think if we have these conversations more openly and honestly then that's when things start to change because if we don't have conversations about this, then people just continue to do the things that the way the way that they always used to do, not knowing that they're actually causing uh, problems. It's like when the COVID narrative of, you know, Melbourne and Sydney were in a hard lockdown um, and Queenslanders and stuff were running freely and they were like, buy my product, do this or, you know, whatever it was. And you're like in complete lockdown, sense of depression going, fuck you. Like <laughs> it was in poor Melbourne. Oh my gosh. Like that was a sense of sadness for them to go through that much, like such a horrible experience. But, you know, having empathy for people that are dealing with something crap, like you're not going to go over to someone that's dealt with a death in the family and try and sell to them, are you? Like, you know, it's just it's it's but it's there's a difference right there's a cusp of knowing what you can and can't do with a person and what type of event it is that will stop you from saying something like that like it's funny now because i'll say something and everyone's like oh yeah but some such and such time in a day but they'll say it now because ari's had his transplant but before that it was like um oh no are you okay like he's so sick i'm like what because he looks healthy (laughs) he's still he's gonna be sick for the rest of his life like He's healthy, but you know what I mean? Like he's always going to be, you know, we're up to stay 35 at the hospital now. So um, he's always going to have an issue and that's always going to be a part of our life. Um, So that's just time again. Every three months we have to go to the doctors, you know, we have to get him checked out um, for his teeth because, you know, high bilirubin levels, um, which is basically the jaundice, what causes the yellow in jaundice, could have stained all of his teeth prior to them coming through when he was a baby all this stuff so yeah 
I guess it's just a little a little episode just to say just to be aware of your privilege and to not say dumb shit. Um, and if you didn't realize you were saying dumb shit, then here it is. I don't know how many times I've called myself. I had a conversation with my friends the other day about the things that we've changed and the language that we've changed um, since, you know, well, not since becoming parents, but even the last couple of years, like you find that you say things that you're like, oh, shit, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so anyway, that's my little rant for today. Um, let's have a conversation about it if, you, if you're keen and tell me your experience with it if you've ever had a scenario. I know of a scenario, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> in the case that it may get to that person (laughs) anyway um chat to you guys soon and um yeah let's touch base if you enjoyed this episode then don't forget to head over and rate and review it helps to let other women know we're around also don't forget to follow along on my instagram page at i am tara lad or hit up www.taralad.com.